What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of Podmosh. So this episode of this idea break, uh, it's COVID-19 and prions disease. It might ruffle some feathers, but this is a very interesting topic that I came across in um, my weekly, uh, uh, how do I say this? Not necessarily Googling, which I guess it is kind of Googling. It's Googling slash DuckDuckGoing slash looking up on Frontiers Journal. I, look, I like looking at PubMed. Now, all the different medical journals I can possibly find. And then this topic came up and there's a whole bunch of stuff about it. Uh, it first came up when I was looking up different ideas within different countries because it's kind of funny. Uh, the uh, narrative based on, on COVID-19 is different based on the country you go to and country you're in. So if, to get a different perspective, I always try and look at different countries uh, to get the full broader approach. So this topic came across the AustralianNationalReview.com. So this is a, they don't give the author's name, but it's a staff reporter. And this says the shocking study revealed mRNA COVID-19 vaccine may progressively degenerate your brain from prion disease. So there's a lot there. Obviously there is some bias there that uh, is trying to evoke emotion. So it's not really like a neutral uh, topic that they're talking about. So just the intro to this article says a shocking study has revealed the terrifying dangers of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines inducing prion-based diseases causing your brain to degenerate progressively. The mRNA vaccine induced prions may cause neurodegenerative diseases because long-term memories are maintained by prion-like proteins. And it goes on from that. So if you don't know what prion disease is, it's basically mad cow disease in humans. So mad cow disease occurred in Europe and, and decimated the population of, of cows there. I think it killed 300,000 cows and uh, pretty much ravaged the entire community of and farming industry in that arena. Um, huge deal. It led to, and again, I'm, I'm just recapping basically. It led to regulations being played up, being placed in the U.S. on how we import cows from the U.K., which affected trade, and it was a big deal, right? Well, uh, the hum, the other human version of prion disease in humans is Creutzfeldt-Jakob's disease. ALS, that type of, those type of things. They're neurodegenerative diseases with no known cause, no known cure. And it basically causes either brain death or the, the brain to fold on itself um, through prions or proteins. So if there was going to be a worldwide apocalypse disease, it would be this disease. If it jumped to the human population, which it technically hasn't mutated to that degree yet. Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um... So prions, it's a protein, it's a brain protein, basically, that, that they have no idea why, but it folds in a certain way that causes uh, brain degenerative death. And you can go further into that if you want to research more, but look at prion or prion. I've heard it called prions disease as well. I've always called it prions. So now this study is showing that there is a link between prions disease and COVID-19. And aside whatever you believe about COVID-19 or vaccines, non-vaccines, I don't really care at this point. I'm just saying that there, there's something here, and I don't necessarily know what, but I did some digging. So this one article, again, based on the AustralianNationalReview.com, I looked it up, what article they're basing it off of. It came to a preprint article um, created by George Tetz and Victor Tetz at the Human Microbiology Institute in New York. It's called Tetz Laboratories in New York City, New York. Y'all can look that up as well. And this this the article of this non peer reviewed, so it's not a peer reviewed article. This is some an experiment basically that they did, um, but at the Human Microbiology Institute in New York. So this title is SARS-CoV-2: Prion-like domains in spike proteins enable higher affinity to ACE2. 
ACE2 receptors. That's basically what that is. So I'm just going to read the abstract for you, and you'll kind of judge it from there. <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not trying to say either way on COVID-19 creating prion disease or that there is... So like like the biggest thing in research right is is there can be a correlation or there can be a co- correlation without causation. So just because something is correlated doesn't mean it causes the end result. So just keep that in mind as we as we dig further into this. So quote the abstract of this preprint. Currently the world is struggling with a coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 pandemic caused by the severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus SARS-CoV-2. Prion-like domains are critical for virulence and the development of therapeutic targets. However, the prion-like domains in the SARS-CoV-2 proteome have not been analyzed. So basically, prions do exist with um, viruses, and they help spread. So just know that the proteins, it's kind of natural for proteins to have, or for viruses to have these type of proteins to help it spread. So, however, the prion-like domains in the SARS-CoV-2 proteome have not been analyzed. In this silico study, Using the PLAAC algorithm, we identified the presence of prion-like domains in the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Compared with other viruses, a striking difference was observed in the distribution of prion-like domains in the spike protein. Since, carf- t- since SARS-CoV-2 was the only coronavirus with a prion-like domain found in the receptor-binding domain of the S1 region of the spike protein, the presence and unique distribution of prion-like domains in the SARS-CoV-2 receptor-binding domains of the spike protein is particularly interesting. Since although the SARS-CoV-2 and SARS-CoV-S protein, spike proteins share the same host cell receptor, angiotensin-converting enzyme ACE2 receptors in SARS-CoV-2 demonstrates a 10 to 20-fold higher affinity for ACE2 receptors. So ACE2 receptors have a strong affinity to the spike protein. Finally, we, so that's step one. Step one, the receptors in a, in a cell have a higher, 10 to 20 fold higher affinity within spike proteins. They like each other. Just, yeah. Finally, we identified prion-like domains in the A1 helix of the ACE2 receptor that interact with the viral receptor binding domain of SARS-CoV-2. So again, the ACE2 receptor has prion-like domains with the viral receptor binding domain of SARS-CoV-2. Again, they're basically the virus and the host. They're just doing really well talking to each other and they love each other. Taken together, the present findings indicate that the identified PRDs or uh, prion diseases in the SARS-CoV-2 receptor binding domain and the ACE2 region that interact with the receptor binding domain have important functional roles in viral adhesion and entry. So I'm gonna skip down. So that was a lot. No, that's the that's the abstract. I'm gonna skip down to the bottom of this article, um, and it's, it's got all the references too. It's it's actually pretty cool. So you skip down to this, and when you're looking at a a, a, a research study, you see the abstract. You can kind of get the general consensus, and then you go to the discussion or the results. So this is saying this study is the most complete evaluation of PRDs in the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2. The result highlights the results highlight some previously unknown unique characteristics of SARS-CoV-2 that may play important roles in the pathogenesis and inform the development of new therapeutic strategies. So he's saying here that there is a relationship that was unknown about prion-like domains within the spike protein. He's not saying anything else past that, okay? In this study, we used a high threshold of the, the PLAAC score for protein identification. 
and only proteins with a high probability of pyogenetic properties were included in the analysis. And they found that the COVID members containing the private the prion-like domains in the spike proteins, that there actually are there. However, SARS-CoV-2 is the only member of the COVID viruses that have the PRD, the uh, prion-like domains, in the receptor-binding d- domain. So there's COVID-2 is basically the only COVID virus that has prions that are very attracted to the ACE2 receptors of host cells in the spike protein as well. And we did, they discovered that specific amino, amino acids, and there's a whole list of amino acids, that enable the pyogenity of the SARS-CoV-2 receptor binding domains that are not found in the RBD of SARS-CoV-2 connect directly and have strong contact with ACE2 receptors. That's a lot. I know. Again, all that is saying is that they found that there's a strong relationship between prions, spike proteins, and the ACE2 receptors of a human host cell. So in his conclusion, he says, from these analyses, we conclude that the presence of these intrinsically disordered regions in the SARS-CoV-2 binding agents might be the reason for its optimized binding to the human ACE2 receptor in comparison to previous SARS-CoV-2 viruses. Since the distinguishing characteristic of prion-like domains is their ability to rapidly shift between multiple conformations and net sequence charge. Oh, that's a, there's a lot there. Uh, I should probably stop because I'm probably just doing myself a disservice. But the conclusion that I'm gaining from all this is that, again, there is the host cell that has ACE2 receptors that bind with the spike protein. And the spike protein and the ACE2 receptors are sending prions back and forth only with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, though. So though, again, prions are normal with, with these type of viruses and they help the spread of viruses. <laughs> and he concludes with this study provides a proof of this concept showing that the presence of prion-like domains in the receptor binding domains of the SARS-CoV-2 enhances viral bonding to its host receptor compared to that of the SARS-CoV-1, which lacks prion-like domains in its structure. Further analysis of these prion-like domains containing proteins in SARS-CoV-2 may improve our understanding of COVID-19 infection and provide new insights into its pathophysiology novel targets for developing therapies. So this article, which a lot of articles got based off of, got readily disintegrated in the regular media. If you Google this or if you look up any type of article regarding prions and SARS-CoV-2, it gets, I mean destroyed in a lot of different ways, saying that um, that COVID-19 does not cause prion disease and it doesn't do that. It, it, you can look that up for yourself. So I was like, okay, so I'm just kind of curious. Is there another way? Like, why is this not peer-reviewed? Why was this not accepted to other journals? I was curious if anybody else had been doing research on this, if there was a peer-reviewed article on this topic. And sure enough, SARS-CoV-2, this is on uh, the National Institute of Health. Um, PubMed, SARS-CoV-2 spike protein interactions with amylodogenic proteins, potential clues to neurodegeneration. Uh, amylo, I mean, if this is even how you say it, amylodogenic proteins are the same thing as prions, prions and prions disease. So let me just read the um, abstract of this. The post-infection of COVID-19 includes a myriad of neurological symptoms, including neurodegeneration. Protein aggregation in brain can be considered as one of the more as one of the important reasons behind the neurodegeneration. 
SARS-CoV-2 spike S1 protein receptor binding domain binds to heparin and heparin binding proteins. Moreover, heparin binding accelerates the aggregation of the pathological amyloid proteins present in the brain. In this paper, we have shown that the SARS-CoV-2 receptor binding domains binds to a number of aggregation-prone heparin binding proteins, including, and there's a whole bunch of synclinic, tau, and prions. These interactions suggest that the heparin binding site on the S1 protein might assist the binding of amyloid proteins to the viral surface, and thus could initiate aggregation of these proteins and finally leads to neurodegeneration in the brain. The results will help us to prevent future outcomes, blah, blah, blah. So that's saying the exact same thing. That's saying that the SARS-CoV-2 does bind and um, includes the proteins like prions into the spike protein, making the host cell accept prions via the spike protein recepting binding agents. So I don't have a PhD. I know that. Um, but I'm just I'm looking at other people's work. And this is peer-reviewed. I'm curious to see what this looks like. I know that if the world was going to end, it would probably be because of prions disease. And this is a new factor on all of it that I'm looking into. That's very interesting to me. I'm not saying either way about the vaccine or not. That's the choice that you need to make for your own family. I don't really care at this point. Um, this is just saying SARS-CoV-2, not necessarily the, uh, the vaccine or not. Just know that SARS-CoV-2, the spike protein, does have a very strong relationship with prions disease so uh do your own research i guess you know all i'm trying to point out in all this is the relationship between covid and prions so figure it out yourself (laughs) y'all have a good one bye